0: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL and is the only place to score a a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl On Location. Welcome to the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? Good. I'm good. You're coming off a big Pittsburgh win on Sunday <laughs> the uh, the Ravens went for it went for the win instead of overtime and your guys came out ahead came out victorious maybe maybe it was the the report that uh that we all knew was coming that Big Ben was is going to hang it up soon maybe that that led the the charge here what do you think
1: uh, he played reasonably well. I mean, I think the Ravens have some issues, to be honest with you. I mean, Lamar does not look like himself. No, in some of it's scheme, and some of it's O-line. Some of it's absolutely Lamar as well, but um, T.J. Watt was just wreaking havoc, and Steelers really needed one. I think if they lose that game, they're out of it, and they're still alive in a crazy AFC.
0: Yeah, it, it both conferences are, are really wide open. Yeah, true. And... Gosh, I don't. It's gonna make for a uh, it's gonna make for a fun group of playoffs coming up here in a few weeks. Matt, it's Tuesday. We're talking some dynasty uh, transactions. We will start as we always do with our waiver wire targets. Uh, same same as it's been the past couple weeks, getting thinner uh, as we get close to fantasy playoffs. Even these players that you you might want to look at and consider adding are not likely players that you're going to start. Uh, there's still an idea, though, of playing keep-away. If a, a, mm-hmm. a new starting quarterback is, is available in a super flex league, even if you're stacked at quarterback, pick that guy up so your, your competitor doesn't get the quarterback he needs. Same thing with uh, with the starting running back. Well, we can start here, actually, and talk about Adrian Peterson. I mean, 11 carries, led the, led the Seahawks in carries in his first game with that team. Just 16 rushing yards, did score a touchdown. This is not the the box score of a uh, of a player you want to put in your lineup. But if one of your competitors is is desperate enough and has lost a running back, they might they might grab him and start him. So if nothing else, just play keep away with these guys. Uh, the, I mean, the Seattle running game is a disaster, though. Oh man.
1: I mean, anyone that's owned any of these Seahawks backs knows how painful it is. And I don't think it's going to get any better. And I'm sure a lot of people jumped in, myself included, when Peterson got signed by the Titans. Uh,
0: Oh, yeah. I bought in.
1: uh, Yeah, I did too. I spent a lot of my fab money on it. And frankly, he looked terrible. So (laughs) I haven't rewatched all of his carries as a Seahawk yet, but I don't have high hopes.
0: Yeah, uh, some other players who could be waiver wire options this week involve, uh, include K.J. Osborne. Uh, we saw Adam Thielen go down with an ankle injury. Uh, Vikings play on Thursday. They're the first game this uh, coming week, and I don't know. We, we haven't heard officially that Adam Thielen won't play, but it, it certainly would be a surprise if he suits up KJ Osborne four catches 47 yards and a touchdown this past weekend Josh Reynolds has has established himself I think as the Lions uh, top wide receiver we did see the rookie Amon-Ra St. Brown had a had a strong game but Reynolds uh, the past 2 weeks has been a pretty consistent target for Jared Goff four catches 69 yards in that one we already talked about Peterson Logan Thomas suffered another injury, fortunately not as bad as uh, initially reported, doesn't sound like it's an ACL, but he could miss some time still, actually will miss some time still, and John Bates is the next guy in line, Uh, both Thomas and uh, Seals Jones uh, are injured currently, John Bates, a rookie, had three catches for 42 yards on Sunday, that was good for second on the team, ugh. Uh, Davis Mills back in the lineup for the Texans. I mean, this this to me is is really just to stay away. But deep dynasty superflex, maybe you consider grabbing Davis Mills again. Uh, the Texans need to figure out if if they're looking for a quarterback again this off season, which I think almost I'm sure they are. Almost certainly they are. I don't I don't think Davis Mills is it, but they have to be sure over these final few weeks. Tyrod Taylor got benched and also injured in that one on Sunday. Brashad Perriman, last guy to consider for the Buccaneers. Uh, we saw the Antonio Brown news. He's injured. He's suspended. Who knows if he even plays for that team. Some some whispers that they uh, that the Buccaneers could just part ways with AB. I know that would not probably not be a shocker for you, Matt, but uh, Brashad Perriman only had one catch for five yards on Sunday, but uh, if you look at snaps and, and the routes run, he was the clear Third wide receiver behind uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, so uh, you you want pieces of that offense, even if they're uh, as deep as Brashad Perryman right now.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I guess my reactions to those those things are Perryman might have standalone value in the next year or two. I mean, I'm not sure the ship is totally sailed on his career, but pretty close. Um, you know, but what if Evans or Godwin were to get hurt in the next couple of weeks and then they become very relevant. So I think he's attractive. I think you summed up Reynolds really well. I think he's a starter for a team that needs receiver help. So that has value to me. And Osborne, even before the Thielen injury, and I don't think Thielen's going to play Thursday. I've been digging into it because Steelers are actually playing on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Osborne's the number two. And if not, he's the number three, which in itself has some value too. And he's been better than I expected. So I, I think Osborne should be in most leagues.
0: Yeah, if you're looking long-term, and and as I said, most of these guys, you don't want to put them in your lineup uh, over the next week or two. Thinking long-term, John Bates is probably the most interesting. Uh, Unfortunately, Logan Thomas has been uh, banged up a little bit. Bates still just a rookie.
1: And real quick on the, uh, the Texans quarterback situation. I don't think Davis Mills will be their starter next year, or maybe Tyrod Taylor. Of course they're shopping, but... They probably won't take one with the first or second pick overall. Maybe it's a late, you know, early second trade back into the first type situation, or you know, uh, Brian Peacock, my co-host on Peacock and Williamson. Check that out. We keep thinking that's like a Jimmy Garoppolo landing spot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Garoppolo's going to land somewhere. Yeah. That's going to be uh, one of the uh, one of the fun topics of the offseason for sure. Matt, today we're going to talk about some sell-high trade options. Uh, over the past couple weeks, we looked at players, that, uh, players whose value has dropped uh, over the past several weeks throughout the regular season so far. Uh, today we're looking at the opposite end, players you might want to consider selling high. We'll get started with a quarterback right after this.
1: Hey everyone, you listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track, and we like to give that to you, and you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. You get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, and a free 5G phone when you switch. So you can have the latest sports news, you know, all the good football stuff we tell you, all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Uh, free phones limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions do apply. So offers and coverage not available everywhere for or for all phones and networks. See boostmobile.com for details. Thanks so much. Super Bowl Fifty Six at SoFi is less than a hundred days away, and on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Uh, visit on location exp- SB56. So that's expcom SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's On Location, exp.com SB56, or search Super Bowl On Location.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We are back. Matt, as I said before the break, that we were looking at some sell-high trade options uh, this week. Let's start at the quarterback position. I already know your feelings on this guy, and, and our <laughs> listeners probably do as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts, and and this is maybe a, maybe a weird uh, player to talk about or a surprising player to talk about from a sell-high standpoint, but basically I wanted to look at the top scores across the entire season. Uh, we know Jalen Hurts did not play this past Sunday. Gardner Minshew got the start, played well, got the win against the Jets. Um, you, you know, some have even mentioned a quarterback controversy. Doesn't sound like that's really going to material materialize. Uh, although I, I wouldn't be surprised if we ultimately did see some more of Minshew, uh, at some point this season, uh, but hurts the quarterback four on the season, even with that missed game. And, 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 you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of criticism to go around for him, especially when it comes to just his, uh, his skill and accuracy as a passer, but we, we want those fantasy points and he has produced them this year. Uh, just, just like we did with our buy low trade options. Uh, I, I want to hear first your thoughts on, on these players, and then we'll look at some actual trades that have gone down and see if that changes your mind. Okay. Um, hurts. You're selling, right? You're selling. I am,
1: I'm not a believer, but I will say I like his game better now than I did two or three months ago. I mean, I think that the Eagles figured out how to work with his strengths and weaknesses. It's a really good line, run first, you know, obviously he's very fantasy viable and consistent for fantasy. I'll also say when they traded for Minshew... I praised them up and down and said, I wouldn't be shocked if Minshew beats him out before long. And Mm -hmm. frankly, I criticized teams like my Steelers for not going to be the ones to go get Minshew. I mean, ones with upcoming quarterback problems. So Minshew, I think, is a threat. But, you know, we also talked about how the Texans draft could go. I'm going to operate under the assumption that the Eagles have three first round picks. I mean, could one of those be a quarterback without a doubt? But I also think it's not a terrible idea to say, we don't love this quarterback class. Let's trade that Colts first rounder for a second and a first next year. Let's get a a corner and a linebacker and build around Hertz for one more year and kick the can down the road and maybe give him one more year with an even better young supporting cast. I'm not certain now as I was that he will not be their starter. I, I really believed he was not a couple of months ago.
0: Yeah. I mean, her, the, the results on Hertz, the on-field results, you know, step away from the fantasy side of it for a moment have, have certainly been up and down, uh, sure. to, 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 to say the least, but I don't think all the Eagles struggles are, can be put on him either. Um, and I'm with you. I mean, he's he's obviously young. Uh, contract is, is very team-friendly. I think it would be hard to get away from Hertz at this point. And, and any kind of uncertainty when it comes to his dynasty value has to come from the uncertainty of uh, just his role as a starter long-term. I mean, mm-hmm. these same, these same uh, criticisms – have been said about Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and and other quarterbacks who um, at one point or another have struggled with uh, the the passing end of the uh, or the passing side of their role as as quarterbacks. So that I mean that tells me one that hurts can improve, but. Uh... I don't know. I, it almost yeah. feels like he's undervalued because of all this, uh, you know, this hate, this criticism. Let, let's look at some trades that have taken place. We'll see what you think. Now, Jalen hurts for a first rounder. Again, these are all actual trades that have happened using the DLF dynasty trade finder. And, and, and these are also all super flex trades. I, I can't trade hurts for a first rounder in a super flex league. You've got to get, no. got to get more than that.
1: I mean, he could end up being Houston starter. You know, like, there, there's, there's other landing spots, too. I mean, he's such a cheap contract that if they go all in on somebody, he could get shipped out. And, you know, so am I going to bet my bottom dollar that he's one of the starting 32 next year? Absolutely not. But I tend to think it's probably over a 50% chance. That in itself, for what he puts out fantasy-wise, is worth more than a first-round pick.
0: Jalen Hurts for Trey Lance, a one-for-one one trade. I'll take the Lance side. I want Lance as well, but but I, I certainly see, yeah, um, you know, I, I see the appeal of that for both sides.
1: What if it was Mac Jones?
0: I think I'd take Hurts there.
1: Okay, okay, then we're on about the same page, yeah.
0: Jalen Hurts last trade: Jalen Hurts for Devontae Adams.
1: I think I'm taking
0: Adams. I'll take Adams as well. But again, <laughs> yeah. in a super flex league, we know how right, tough right. it is to get those quarterbacks, especially young and productive quarterbacks. And Hertz is the QB4 on the season. So that's that's not quite as easy as it might sound at first. <clears throat> I think all in all, the, the price uh, on Jalen Hurts is maybe not quite as high as you might expect for a second-year quarterback who's who's been a consistent uh, QB1 on a weekly basis and is is now the top 4 overall uh, on the season. Matt, after the break, we will move on. We'll uh, talk about a couple of running backs who you may want to consider selling high. Folks in life we're all bound
1: for different things. With beachbound.com vacations, you could be bound for adventure, bound for passion, bound for discovery, or bound for togetherness. Bound for immersion, bound for rejuvenation, or you may you just want to be bound for encountering the unexpected. Personally, man, when, when I'm at a beach or a beach resort, I'm bound to end up at the poolside bar, drinking my hand, maybe creating my own taco flight or having a good meal. Uh, as long as I've got a good view and a good drink in my hand, I'll be happy as can be. But with BeachBound.com, you can find the perfect beach vacation for you, no matter what you are looking for. So... What are you bound for? Visit beachbound.com today.
0: Thanks for making Locked on Dynasty your first listen every day. Be sure to check out tomorrow's episode when we take a look at brand new December Dynasty ADP. Now make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Matt, we are back. We are talking sell high dynasty trade options this week and next week. We'll talk quarterback and running back this week. We'll hit on some pass catchers next week, Matt. Let's talk about running backs. Joe Mixon is the RB3 on the season. He is on an unreal tear uh, uh, producing top five running back games. Uh, I think he's actually not being talked about enough as we as we focus on um, some some of the other top producers in the league. Mixon seems to be going um, under the radar a little bit somehow despite this production. But we, we know the story, and it, it almost feels like we've learned a lesson a little bit or, or been stung by injuries to... McCaffrey and Cook and Kamara, um, Austin Eckler playing well, but he's in that same age range. Derrick Henry, just uh, a year or two older, is in that same tier as well. When you look at dynasty running back rankings, so Mixon being that same age, having the heavy workload, if if we're buying him, is that or or if we're even moving him up our rankings, is that a uh, is that kind of a fool's errand? No, I think he deserves to be moved up the rankings. I mean, he's a guy I own in a
1: lot of formats and really have been a believer in his talents and all that. But I think he's absolutely a sell-high. I mean, don't you? I mean, unless you want to wait until maybe there's a point this offseason that the Bengals draft the best guard in the draft or sign one more offensive lineman and you want to use Mixon the rest of this year because you're a contender. But I think it's getting close to the tipping point where he's going to be a depreciating asset. Right. He still is not a, you know, the, despite the numbers, is not a full bell cow. I mean, he still is, you know, used some in the passing game, but not all situations. And, I mean, his touchdown run is a little fluky. I mean, he's, he's scoring touchdowns like crazy, but that yeah. won't keep up.
0: Yeah, you make a good point uh, about his role in the passing game. We've seen the rookie uh, Chris Evans play a role in the passing game, even when he's been out uh, as he was on uh, on Sunday. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan gets those mm-hmm. targets. And even though in the past Mixon has shown to be a, a above-average uh, weapon in the, in the passing game. He just hasn't been used that way, especially over the past uh, month or so. Now mm-hmm. that makes his, uh, his, uh, you know, this hot streak, even more impressive, I guess you could say, right, because right. He's, he's doing it with, with rushing uh, production and, and touchdowns, as you mentioned, but, but less it's, sustainable. Uh, exactly. Less yeah. sustainable. Um Mixon is a a little bit younger than the other guys I mentioned. Still just 25 years old where um, Cook, Kamara, uh, Austin Eckler are 26 already. McCaffrey uh, is also 25 years old. I guess my thinking is if we're selling those players or, or at least regretting valuing those players so highly, because of their age, because of their workload and because of ultimately the injuries that they're dealing with just because Mixon is the healthy one. And and you could really say this about Austin Eckler as well. Who's, who's seeing his value climb. Um, We, we can't hang on to those guys and and pretend it's not going to eventually happen to them.
1: Right. Right. I mean, (laughs) <laughs> Mixon might be on borrowed time as all running backs are right now so I think he's the ideal guy to move on from age and workload in consideration and how high his stock is and again move him up the ranks and his value is going up but he's not untouchable
0: let's look at some trades involving Joe Mixon see if this changes your mind or, or maybe cements your opinion as uh, Joe Mixon as a sell-high trade option Again, these are all very recent trades over the past couple of weeks involving Mixon and found on the DLF Dynasty Trade Finder. Joe Mixon for Cam Akers, Cortland Sutton, and Chris Carson. Is That's that, not enough. No. Is that package enough? It's it's not for me either. Uh, I, I'm, I'm back in on Cam Akers. I'm, uh, I, I'm seeing the workout videos like you all are, and I'm getting excited. But the other two pieces, I mean, honestly, Carson is, is almost worthless, right? Um, he's a, a and, massive roster clogger right and now. There's a, there's a big question about Sutton's production as well, even though he did get that new contract extension. I'm looking at that as acres and Sutton and yeah, that's, that's not enough. Yeah. It's,
1: Sutton's been disappointing. I mean, even if Aaron Rodgers lands there, uh, I'm not sure that Sutton's that, that, I'm, that I'm doing that deal.
0: Joe Mixon for Evan Ingram and two first round picks. Hmm, I'd probably take the first. I think I would take the picks as well. Uh, two two first rounders and and again Ingram's not a big piece of that. Uh, maybe if it's a tight end premium league, but still uh, two first rounders for Mixon. And again, when we're when we're calling these players, especially guys like Eckler and Mixon, when we're calling them sell highs. That doesn't mean sell at all costs. Not at all. If they're the key piece of of your playoff run and and we're a week or two weeks from the fantasy playoffs, you can't just flip Mixon for picks. At some point, you've got to go for the title and and Mixon's hot, Eckler's hot. You've got to ride those guys and, and try to win it all. But if you're not in that situation, if you're not even making the playoffs, then absolutely these are examples of the deals you should be trying to make.
1: Let me throw one out there that I made because it was that same situation where I had a really good team, but it was really unlucky this year with injuries and just allowing too many points, and I'm not going to make the playoffs. So a little over a week ago, I traded Mixon and Lockett for Calvin Ridley, Cole Komet, and probably a late first, and I was very happy about that.
0: Yeah, I think you I think you might have mentioned that one last week as well. And and yeah, I do like that. Um again, if you're out of the playoffs, these are these, these running backs, twenty five, twenty six years old and older, are, are the ones you should be cashing out on at yeah, this point. Yeah. And and I like Ridley as a as a target. Actually I think that Ridley conversation we had last week was where that mm,
1: that, yeah, that yeah. trade
0: discussion came up. I do like Ridley as a buy low target as we have talked about. One more trade here involving Joe Mixon, and actually there were many, many pivots from Christian McCaffrey to Joe Mixon. And and according to uh, basically all of those trades, Dynasty managers are valuing Mixon ahead of McCaffrey at this point. Here's, here's just one example. Joe Mixon for Christian McCaffrey, a second and a third rounder. Uh, so you've, you've got to add on to McCaffrey to get Mixon. And, and of course, you're paying a premium for current year production. Uh, you're, you're in the playoffs or you're on your way to the playoffs. You thought McCaffrey was going to be a big piece of that. I certainly did in, in some of my leagues. And, and now he's gone, but you still have... Uh, still have those aspirations. Moving from McCaffrey to a guy like Mixon, who is one of the healthy ones, one of the few um, strong, healthy running backs right now. I, I get it. it's I'm, I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're in it to win it this year, I'm all for that. Because, But here's my question to you is... In the off season, two months after the, the season ends, who do you think is worth more, McCaffrey or Mixon? I bet McCaffrey is still.
0: McCaffrey, I agree. Yeah, yeah.
1: I but agree. if you win it this year, then it's worth it.
0: Yeah, sometimes you just got to make those trades. Yeah. Uh, one other player I wanted to ask you about, r- really get your thoughts on, we don't have the, the trade data on him and, and don't want to get into the weeds here too much, Daryl Henderson. Uh, this is a, a player who i think his impress this season he's the r b fifteen did not play uh this past week due to that injury but the guy that did play was sony michelle and he he played well he had over a hundred rushing yards and uh and a touchdown and and put up some some pretty big numbers in that rams offense and of course we we we've talked a lot about cam Akers, and i felt like over really over most of the season that Henderson is, is doing what I wanted to see from Cam Akers, what I expected uh-huh. to see this season from Cam Akers. And um, the fact that it was Henderson has, has made me value him higher and, and raise him up in my rankings. And, and we've certainly seen his ADP climb. But even in just this one game, seeing Sony Michelle productive, maybe Henderson's just a product of the system here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good player. I think he's Tony Pollard. You know what I mean? That it's is kind of lucked into a bigger role. Not that, you know, any team wouldn't want him, but I don't think he's an every down back. And even Michelle being in there, you just saw a more physical style that I think that the Rams need right now. Not to mention Akers is looming. Um I think Michelle's probably gonna cut into Henderson's workload the rest of the year. And I really think Henderson is a 50-50 type guy for his career.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I I did see, um, I saw a trade in the trade finder as low as a second rounder. Henderson uh, being flipped for a second rounder. I'm I'm not quite willing to go that low if I'm selling Daryl Henderson. I want a little bit more, but that did at least show me that uh, he's not that traditional sell high candidate where he can produce and, and the value's going to get crazy. The, the value's not a- out of control on Daryl Henderson. Certainly true. True. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.